0: I'm John Moe. This week on WITS, Emmy-nominated actor Colin Hanks. Colin is a huge hockey fan. In fact, someone needs to cast him in a movie or TV show as a hockey player, like
1: right away. you got to make sure that your training regimen's good. You know, every day i got Skip over there, you know, stretches me out and makes sure that I'm doing good. So as long as I tape up those ankles, it shouldn't be giving me any problems.
0: Plus, singer-songwriter Father John Misty fills us in on the legend of the world's only capitalist folk singer. There's
2: a whale in the middle of the ocean.
0: Does he need that oil more than me? Father John plays some of his own music, too.
2: Jesus Christ. Hasn't been long. So
0: Plus take a ride on the mathing rainbow, all on wits, coming right up. Hey, folks, John Moe here, host of Wits. So, listen, we're going to be ending the radio show version of Wits, wrapping that up in a few weeks here. The podcast and the stage show will go on hiatus, take a little break, we'll clear our minds, we'll take a pause, but we're not just going to throw away all that we've built together with you on this crazy experiment we call Wits. We're going to explore ways to bring Wits back in some form. Keep having fun, keep in touch with those guests that we love so much. Keep Cop Squadron on patrol, so to speak. We're also working on some other projects, like this podcast that I host with Frequent Wits guest Open Mike Eagle. It's called Conversation Parade. We analyze and unpack the hugely popular cartoon Adventure Time, which is a fun show for kids and a rich tapestry of art and ideas for adults. In one episode of the podcast, I interview actress Hinden Walsh, who plays Princess Bubblegum, ruler of the candy people.
3: She's a fascist. But I think the interesting
1: part is that she wants to help her citizens. She wants to protect them. And how is she going to do that unless she really knows the nitty-gritty of what's going
3: on. And how can she know that without spying?
0: That's Hinden Walsh interviewed on Conversation Parade, an Adventure Time podcast that I host with Open Mike Eagle. For the next few weeks here on Wits, we're going to be playing some of our favorite shows that we've done. This week, a show with actor Colin Hanks and musical guest Father John Misty. And senior producer Larissa Anderson is here in the studio. What do you remember most about this show?
3: So I just recently listened to the show all the way through and I laughed all the way through. Yes. Um, Colin Hanks, I wish... I wish I was a prairie dog. Oh I yes, I wish it was a prairie dog. Whatever.
0: <laughs> During the PBS sketch.
3: During the Perber Earth.
0: Yeah. So this was the this was the debut of the the PBS characters uh, Herbert and Myrtle Girdleton, played by me and Christina Baldwin. And this was a, the PBS sketch was written by Ben Acker, one of our writers, and he turned it in. And he said, I, "I also just put these other weird characters in it that I don't fully understand." And whenever I hear that from a writer, I'm like, "Okay." This it's is going to be funny. This yeah. is going to be good.
3: <laughs> yeah. So it was. It's that performance. I think is is so. Fan- it's just. It's so brilliant and it's so funny and fun to listen to. And um, Josh Shillman, Father John Misty, mm. his improv songs in this game show are so fun. When yes. I I called him um, before the show to see if he'd be up for this game show, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that sounds like just what I do, sitting at home on my couch." <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it's like perfect. And I just I love the song where um, he's uh, like stalking this band.
0: Mm, right, right.
3: And the last line of the song is, you're not, not bad.
0: <laughs> it's unfair. Josh Tillman makes me so mad as a, as a person and as a citizen of Earth because it's not fair that someone can sing that beautifully and be that funny. So he's, beautifully, He's yeah. hogging all the talents.
3: Yeah, he's great. Pick he
0: can, one, Josh. He can do it all. All this plus Fridge Raccoon. So here we go. From APM, American Public Media, this is Wits. I'm John Moe, coming to you from the Guthrie Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Guthrie Theater, uh, for those of you who don't know, is a beautiful wooden theater. It was created in 1962 as a tribute to folk singer Woody Guthrie. It was... It was uh, actually uh, hand-carved. It was whittled here... (laughs) on the banks of the Mississippi River by a young folk singer from Duluth named Bob Zimmerman. <laughs> Bob Zimmerman would, of course, go on to a successful musical career of his own under the name Kenny Loggins. <laughs> the theater's a vibrant part of the culture here in Minneapolis. It's a very busy, very active place. People in other parts of the country are surprised that there is a city here at all, since, geologically speaking, Minneapolis is a solid block of ice. <laughs> well, credit actually goes to one person, one an entity, I suppose, who has been here year after year since before there were years, before there was a Mississippi River, before the land itself. And he's known by many names, the purple mist, Le Petite Squiggle, Small Bunyan, the artist formerly known as Small Bunyan. Today we call him Prince. It was Prince, himself born of the funky elements of the universe, appearing in a purple explosion who melted the ice and formed Minneapolis. and later Paisley Park Studios. (laughs) Dig, if you will, that picture. It was Prince who lured people here with his piercing electric guitar that blasted like a funky honking sexy goose. Prince who built the first bridges over the Mississippi out of curvy guitars and sequin jackets. In 1929, Prince constructed Minneapolis' first skyscraper, the famous Fauché Tower, using only a series of sexy grunts and yelps. Oh, I'm sorry, you didn't think Prince was that old. I see, so you never wondered why he looks exactly the same today as he did when Purple Rain came out. And I, I guess you probably never wondered why Keanu Reeves doesn't age, or Ed Asner has always been 70 years old. These people are immortal wizards, grow up. So you're wondering, probably by now, if Prince is on the show this week. It's a a hard question. I mean, he is always everywhere in the city of Minneapolis. You just have to listen.
1: Ah! Hear that?
0: Because we are in Minneapolis, each member of the audience this week is about 40% (laughs) Prince. Due to periodically sucking in waterborne sequins left behind. (laughs) And radio audiences, because we are in the presence of those people, I'm afraid you are receiving Prince infusions all the way from Minneapolis just by listening to this. It's working. So, enjoy the show. We just want your extra time and your (laughs) ears. We got a great show. Actor Colin Hanks is here with us. And musician Father John Misty is here as well. We're joined by our good friend Harmar Superstar this week. And now, a word from a new sponsor. And then you tighten this connection here Turn the water back on And voila, your sink
1: is fixed oh, Wow <laughs> Thanks Carl, sure? look, it's, it's running great
0: Yeah, well, hey, speaking of running What have you been doing, Ted? Have you exercised or diet? Because
1: you look fantastic Well, Carl, if you want to know my secret Just look in my fridge Okie dokie <laughs> ah! T- Ted, there's a raccoon in your fridge Yeah. Yeah, there sure is. That's Fridge Raccoon. Look again.
0: Ah! Close it, close it, close the door, close the door.
1: Exactly. I couldn't have lost 85 pounds without him. (laughs) Or her, I I don't ask. How does it work? Well, it couldn't be simpler. Fridge Raccoon is a raccoon that lives in your fridge, and it fights with you for every morsel of food. (laughs) Snacks, full meals, water, and boy does he or she fight hard. Well, since you were thinner and covered in scabs, I assumed you were doing meth. No. No. No, pal, that's just, that's just fridge raccoon at work. Of course, there are some side effects. Raccoon bites, raccoon scratches, rabies, fear of raccoons, fear of, of refrigerators, friendships with raccoons, romantic feelings for raccoons. The loss of human friendships.
3: And don't forget PTSD. (laughs) Hey, honey, I didn't hear
1: you come in.
3: (laughs) Oh, that's probably a symptom of your rabies.
1: (laughs) Sorry, excuse me. It's been been flaring up a bit. It's been acting up, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: Veronica, it looks like you've lost weight, too. Not that you needed to. Stop
1: hitting on my wife, or I will bite you.
3: (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, Ted. He will, though. He's starving, and his brain is rotting away.
1: Well,
0: he looks great. Maybe Beckany and I should get Fridge Raccoon.
3: I'll let you in on a secret, Carl. We have a little more help than just the Fridge Raccoon.
0: Oh, it is meth. No. No.
3: No, the Pantry Viper, a deadly black mamba that lives in our pantry and constantly bites us on our hands and faces, (laughs) reminding us how salty snacks and processed foods can be harmful.
0: Hmm. Well, you've convinced me. I'm calling today as soon as I get home.
3: It's all right, Carl. We'll look forward to seeing
1: less of you next time around. Well, take care, guys. Oh, my God. What is on your lawn? Lawn leopard. (laughs) It ensures we won't go to a restaurant or buy
3: groceries. We're we're trying to dig a tunnel out through our basement, but we're so weak.
0: Fridge Raccoon, Pantry Viper, and Lawn Leopard.
1: (laughs) If you escape, please send help. Call now to get all three and never eat again. Colin Hanks
0: as Ted. Father John Misty as Fridge Raccoon. Christina Baldwin as Veronica. Harmar Superstar as the announcer. Me as Carl. He's an actor who's appeared on TV shows like Dexter and Roswell, movies like King Kong and Orange County. Most recently, you might have seen him in the FX series Fargo, for which he received an Emmy nomination. Colin Hanks, welcome back to Wits. Thank you very much. It's a
1: pleasure to be back.
0: You... You were on Wits in St. Paul in May of 2013, and soon after that, you took the role on Fargo, and then you were doing a Minnesota dialect, and is that Emmy nomination partially ours as a show? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You filmed up in, in Calgary. What was that like living up there during the show?
1: It was great. I actually really enjoyed Calgary. It's a great town. Um, a lot of good restaurants, good place to hang out. But it was, um, it was difficult. I mean, look, when it's the dead of winter, you guys really aren't going and hanging out outside all night long playing pretend. <laughs> At least I hope you aren't. <laughs> but um, it was hard. You know, when, when we were doing some night shoots, it would get, you know, around... Uh, minus 35. Uh, And when they're wrapping the the camera in an electric blanket so that it'll still work, you kind of question your your, your choice as a profession.
0: (laughs) When when the camera is being treated a little better than you are. Yeah. As an object.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was one day they they canceled filming, which is very, very, very rare. They actually pulled the act of God clause because it was just too cold. Um, Propane turned to a liquid. It wow. was so cold. Uh, cones were cones and wires were shattering. <laughs> I mean, literally just, just disappearing, just like yeah. a wizard just went like that, and it just <laughs> fell apart. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it that's was, the right. act of
0: God, isn't it? Yeah, it is the act it. of God. Claude. And I know that um, in Los Angeles, where you live, um, a lot of people are sports fans. You seem to go beyond regular sports fandom. You, you are an L.A. Kings enthusiast. I am. And yes. uh, they, since you were last on the show, they've won the Stanley Cup twice.
1: Yeah, only twice. So, th- <laughs> I mean, that's definitely because I was on the WITS t- uh, radio program. Yeah, sure, sure. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I sort of, uh, I go a, another level. I, I've, uh, I've, I've gone on radio programs as like the, S- the Stanley Cup final sports reporter mm-hmm. and done recaps of games I've done. uh, This is
4: the first I've heard of any of
1: this.
0: (laughs) You didn't check with uh, Josh
4: Tillman. What are the LA
0: Kings?
1: (laughs) It's fair, it's fair. Uh, It's a hockey team, Uh, not to be confused with the Sacramento Kings, which is a basketball team, which is my hometown. Drawing a blank. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's sports, they're really fun, you know. I'm an artist. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) I would always, I've always wanted to like do interviews like a hockey player. <laughs> well, let's try one.
0: All right. All right. Uh, well, so Colin, you had a pretty good show out there. How did it, uh, how did
1: it feel out there in the show? Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. You know, both teams played really hard.
0: <clears throat> uh, tell us what was going through your mind as you were heading down into those final moments.
1: Oh, uh, well, you know, I really got a good look, and you just want to try and put the puck on net, and try and make a play, so. <laughs> You know, I sort of feel like we're able to do that, and you you just got to take it one day at a time, bottom line.
0: Well, uh... Your acting has been going pretty well. You've been, uh, you've been in a bunch of good projects. you got some uh, award nominations going. Uh, where do you think this season is going for you?
1: Well, you know, a lot of times you just got to work on it. You know, you got to spend a lot of time in the tape room going over the plays. you got to make sure that your training regimen's good. You know, every day I got Skip over there, you know, stretches me out and makes sure that I'm doing good. So as long as I tape up those ankles, it shouldn't be giving me any problems.
0: I notice... Uh, I noticed a fair amount of fighting out there. You're kind of getting in some scraps with some of your fellow performers. Yeah,
1: you know, this guy over here, he likes to chirp, you know, so I thought I'd give him one of yeah. the snooker.
0: <laughs> Colin Hangs, everybody. Our musical guest this week is a few different people. Jay Tillman, Josh Tillman, and his most recent incarnation, Father John Misty. Under that name, he recorded the acclaimed and best-selling album, Fear Fun. Here with us on Wits is Father John Misty.
2: Oh, oh, me another drink. And punch me in the face You can call me Nancy Every man wears a symbol Oh, and I know I've got mine I've got my right hand stamped In the concentration camp Where my organs scream Slow down, man Oh Just a couple states below fending for myself With what looks I have left I'm gonna put away a few Oh, and pretty soon I'll be breaking things like Howard Hughes Oh, believe it just a couple states below oh, oh. Ooh, give me how it was a place under the Sun just before the devil made me run oh
0: John Misty and actor Colin Hanks in just a moment. This is Wits. I'm John Moe. This is Wits. I'm John Moe, here with Emmy-nominated actor Colin Hanks and singer-songwriter Father John Misty. (laughs) Father John Misty, Josh Tillman. I read, and tell me if this is true, that for a time you worked in a bakery in Seattle and you would write and record songs there in the middle of the night, like at 3 in the morning before the baking even started. Yeah. What were those songs like? What, What comes out of a process like that?
4: Um... Well, uh, I don't know, uh, not much, because yeah. I would record for a couple hours, and then I'd spend the next four hours like cleaning up the water that had melted out after unplugging all the fridges and stuff, and <laughs> trying not to destroy the day's worth of baked goods before my boss got there. So.
0: Was the subject matter
4: different than a, a song you would write in the middle of the day? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, I'd say, in yeah. what way? Um, I don't know. Well, it's hard to write all that, you know, depressing god mommy why stuff in the middle of the day.
1: <laughs> patty cake, patty yeah. cake, baker's <laughs> man.
4: Yeah. Yes. Did you
0: write songs about... Where Brent? were you then? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry. The Colin Sorry. Hanks muse. Let's find out a little bit more about Father John Misty in a segment inspired by Spandau Ballet. We've asked Father John Misty to think this over and let us know what,
4: in his experiences, have turned out to be true. Um, well, this is gonna come, I mean, I know this is a, like a comedy show, et cetera, but if you'll indulge me, uh, just briefly. Um, and this is gonna come off like just a total cliche, um, to believe in yourself. I, uh, I didn't have a whole lot of friends as a kid. And that meant that I, I spent a lot of time by myself, mostly in nature um, or playing in garbage. <laughs> and uh, as such, I developed a set of friends that uh, I, I guess most is uncommon for most kids, but I spent most of my time with uh, woodland animals and also an imaginary friend that I named Jesus. <clears throat> and when you hang out with, uh, you, you know, woodland creatures, na- you know, when you're in nature, it's, it's funny I you know how quickly you adapt, and I spent a lot of time learning how to communicate with these animals, um, particularly raccoons, <laughs> and... Uh,
0: you developed some skills.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, I developed an uncanny ability to imitate raccoons, and the screeching and hissing of raccoons and my friends, my parents, and my, you know, whoever, and, you know, the, the guys at the Y told me... Told me this is a useless... This is a completely useless talent, you know, yeah, which which crushed me. But you believed in yourself. Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, it took a lot of... Uh, there was a lot of therapy between that point and, and here and learning when to and to not use my skills, use my gifts. But uh, look at me here tonight. You know, I, I was brought in here specifically for that very gift. And if I hadn't, you know, if I hadn't believed in myself uh, all those years, you know, I, I would just be another guy running around in a pile of garbage making raccoon sounds.
0: I, I was so pleased, because we brought you in as a raccoon voice artist. I was pleased backstage that you knew how to sing. And then of we- Of course, yeah. Brought you out to
4: do some songs. Yeah, and that in a ketamine spiral, I gave myself a ridiculous imaginary name and insist that people call me that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> believe in yourself is what Father John Misty... I'm going to go with believe in myself. I know this much to be true. Thank you, everyone, for And listening. that's I Know This Much Is
0: True with Father John Misty. All right. So, Josh, you are a professional musician, but how good are you, we wondered, as a musical historian? This is a game called Stump Misty. Colin and I will present you with the name of a band. You will need to tell us a little bit about who that band is and then play us a little bit of a sample. Are you ready? I'll take that as a yes. It's
4: the only chord I know.
0: Right. So, uh... Colin, I don't know if in your record collecting experiences you've picked up any albums by The Pleasant Gentleman.
1: Oh, yes, of course. The Pleasant Gentleman. Yeah, Some yeah, yeah. Big, big, long catalog. There, Oh, deep, deep. Deep. cuts yeah. on all of the records, yeah. too. Yeah,
0: yep. <laughs> Father John Misty, tell us a little bit about The Pleasant Gentleman.
4: Well, like Colin was saying, anybody who has even a passing knowledge of The Pleasant Gentleman knows that their, all their songs were so deep that they only had songs on the B side of the album. <laughs> The the A side was typically left uh, completely empty. <laughs> Play us a little bit of one of those B sides if you could. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow! Nice. The thing that's so amazing about that is that you would wait a good 20 minutes on the A side right. for the singing to start, yeah, and then never... you get that. You're just waiting and waiting for them to
0: sing, and then yeah, yeah. and then no and then, lyrics. Yeah, that's what made it so pleasant.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Nice work on that one. Let's let's hear about another band. I think a very different sort of band um, called Schnard.
4: Well, I'll, I'll field this one if you like. Yeah, please. Schnard Cooley was one of my. Uh, it's uh, he just went dropped Cooley, just went by Schnard's yeah. career. Um, but uh, Schnard was um, maybe the the world's only capitalist folk song uh, writer. He filled a real hole in terms of uh, giving masters of industry a voice among the common people. Yeah. Can we can we hear one
0: of those songs?
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to. I mean, his uh, royalty thing, the, the schema that he has in place to co- collect royalties is, oh, is fairly a, almost violent. It's okay. Uh, We're public radio. We, we got tons of money. We're okay, fine. Okay, yeah. Great.
2: There's a whale in the middle of the ocean Does he need that oil more than me? No, he don't. No, he don't. Whales don't drive cars.
0: So give me that oil Pour it
2: down
0: the way yeah, And on Yeah, and on and on Nice Nice I wish I had a tie-dye business
1: suit To listen to uh, His cu- stuff didn't really catch on until the 80s I, Yeah, I, I, that's I right told, yeah.
0: <laughs> Right With the hair gel. You don't see a lot of folk singers with the the, the hair gel. Uh, Colin, do you have one that you'd like to to quiz Father John Misty? Well,
1: yeah. I was wondering, there was a small indie group. I can't remember where they were from. I love indie music. Yeah. It's the best kind of music. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They were called the Abstract Pretzel.
4: Oh yeah, abstract pretzel. Oh yeah, they're great, right? I used to go see them all the time down at Blix. Really? Oh yeah, all the time. Oh yeah, they were. You know, I was kind of like more or less in the band for a while. Really? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Played with them a lot. I didn't know. I didn't know that at all. I didn't know that. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you ever record any? No, 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 no. No, no. I didn't. I didn't play. I didn't. I, I didn't play with those guys. You know, per se, but it was it was like uh, so mean, you it was were in, always kind of more of a performance piece or something. You were like. in
0: the band, but you didn't really sing or play an uh, instrument. Yeah, I would yeah.
4: be. Um, you know, when they practiced, I would kind of prowl around the uh, like the wind, you know, the windows and yeah. the front door and stuff. Right. Uh, and uh, like, haunting you know, them, and raccoon basically. sounds. Yeah, and, sure. You know. Well, yeah, we know we know yeah, you're spurring mean, on I those. Would, I, I was kind of had a, I, I always kind of had a, my finger on the pulse as far as like those guys and where they were going to be eating and, you know, where like their, <laughs> where their tour dates were and stuff yeah. and, uh, you know, Blix's, um, uh, favorite candy, just stuff he likes on the road to make him, you know, f- miss misses home and misses me and, you know, I just went, yeah. so <laughs> you should write about it, you
1: should, should write, write a book about it. About it.
0: I, I would like to hear about that, but uh, what song do you think, like, w- w- the audience would recognize from Abstract Pretzel? Like, what was their big hit?
2: Get away from my window to what's going on It's a see you at every show and now we're getting our restraining order on Yeah Oh Josh Tillman seriously go away You're
0: not not band Father John Misty everybody Music historian Bon Vivant The website WikiHow features thousands of articles about how to perform tasks, all written by ordinary people online. Many articles are helpful, how to change your oil, how to become a U.S. citizen. Some, not as helpful. Periodically, we present selections from the latter group as choral readings. This is WikiHow Theater. WikiHow'd you do it? WikiHoo, I didn't do
1: it well. WikiHow Theater. How to make people respect your pet. (laughs) Do you have a friend who is always saying, your pet is so gross, or your pet is so dumb? Mm.
4: Go right up to them and tell them they're wrong. This is the best way to show pride for yourself and your pet. Find out why they dislike your pet. Is it because they won't come when called, or they shed
0: every time they're held? Detect this and work on it with your pet. Give your pet a makeover. Give them a bath, a new haircut, or even a new collar. This will give your pet a
1: totally new appearance. If they say your pet is dumb, try teaching them tricks, like rollover or fetch, etc.
4: If they think your pet is not very important, try making them famous. Give them a website or a Facebook page. (laughs) Write a book about your pet and try to forget it published. Buy them some cool clothes. This will draw
0: attention to your pet. Talk about your pet a lot.
1: If all else fails, pull them aside for a talk and tell them that no matter what they say, you believe that your pet is the best in the world. Who cares if somebody doesn't like your pet? It's your pet, not theirs. (laughs) Do
4: not totally lose yourself and your pet just because you want to impress people.
1: (laughs) Don't make your pet a fake personality. Show off its true talents. Be careful with writing a book about your pet. Sometimes a famous life might not be right for your pet.
0: And that is WikiHow Theater. WikiHow Theater. Support for Wits comes from Hot Lava. Look for it in volcanoes as well as anywhere there are kids and a lot of furniture. And from NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, who invites you to, Hey, look over there! And then he swiftly runs away. (laughs) Additional funding provided by Applebee's, presenting two monthly specials, an apple filled with bees, and a beehive stuffed with apples (laughs) that are also full of
4: bees. (laughs) Thanks to donations from Herbert and Myrtle Girdleton of the Girdleton Group and viewers like you, PBS can continue to provide fine quality programs like Mathing Rainbow. <laughs> Take the
2: path, the path of math, I'll get you there and back The Math Rainbow, Math Rainbow.
1: Hi, I'm Math U, and have I got an adventure for you. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. A math adventure. Wow, oh, okay. what is it? Really? Kids, what do you know about addition? Well, what is there to know about it?
3: I mean, you add a number to another number, and I mean, that's it, right? It's much more exciting than that. Okay, Woo, right. I'm relieved. That's yeah. good. See, in addition,
1: what you do is you add a number to another number. Yeah, oh.
3: that's what I just said.
1: Yeah, she kind of covered. I mean, that. well, yeah, but no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Okay, you get a third number a third number doesn't that make you feel like you've gone on an adventure
0: so so in your head are you s- saying adventure with two d's as well
1: like an adventure yeah yeah no all right, kids, math is like a motorcycle that you ride up into space.
3: Uh, how, how do you breathe up there? You die. You breathe with math. Wait, that's not even possible. Kids, math
1: is like a, like a dragon for boys or a unicorn for girls.
3: Gender stereotype? Not real?
1: No, no, math. <laughs> math is real. Boy, oh boy. Okay, all right. Let's try it again. All right. What do you think is the coolest thing there is? Cigarettes. It's got to be cigarettes. Definitely smoke. No. (laughs) Wrong. Wrong. It's math. I swear. Look, I will find a way to prove it somehow. I swear.
2: Take a
4: bath and do some math. Math Mathing rainbow.
2: Mathing rainbow.
4: Mathing Rainbow is on PBS thanks to a generous grant from viewers like you and Herbert and Myrtle Girdleton and the Girdleton Group. I'm Herbert Girdleton.
0: And I'm Myrtle Girdleton. And we're purred to bring you fern quality programs <laughs> like the worms on perber-ers.
3: Programs lurk sursimer-strewd. purse thirder, thurse erld Hearse. Dern-turn-erby. Shirler Kerns, Erston Sutter Kern Kernburns the Roosevelts, Earninchmer Teristerer, Word Girl. Earned <laughs> of curse, Shurs lurk their swern, Mr. Rogers neighborhood.
1: Oh, hi boys and girls. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, isn't it? I'll take your silence for agreement. (laughs) Unless you need to be heard. In which case, write a letter and send it and be sure to tell me which afternoon you're writing about so I can keep it in my personal files. Now here's something I can tell you about, boys and girls, as I take off these shoes and put on this comfortable cardigan. It was just daylight savings time. And do you know what that means? It means the night comes earlier, and even though it's afternoon, the moon is rising. And I can feel a change coming on, boys and girls. That's right. It's happening. Changes like the one I'm going through happen to some people, boys and girls. Does it happen to you? Do you feel it once a month as your bones grow and crack and mend? Do you know the agony of your flesh tearing itself apart as it's replaced by the flesh of something other, something animal? Gosh, gosh, boys and girls, what kind of animal do you think it is? It's not an honor. Oh, it's not a prairie dog. I wish it was a prairie dog. Oh, it's a wolf. An insatiable wolf. Oh Haha! Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Myrtle er consider Mercerf, Mr. Rogers Nerber.
3: <laughs> That's so true, Herbert. That's what merks has purd in our hurts to donate to Perber Earth.
0: Won't you consider during the serm? <clears throat> Harmar superstar, Father John Misty, Colin Hanks, Christina Baldwin, and me all in various roles. Coming up, more with Colin Hanks and singer-songwriter Father John Misty. This is Wits. I'm John Mo. This is Wits. I'm John Moe, here with Emmy-nominated actor Colin Hanks and singer-songwriter Father John Misty.
2: Shut up. G. Jesus Christ, girl What are people gonna think When I show up to one of several funerals I've attended for Grandpa this week With you, with me Someone's gotta help me dig Someone's gotta help me dig Jesus Christ, girl It hasn't been long, so it seems since I was picking out an island and a tomb for you At the Hollywood Cemetery You kissed on me but We should let this dead guy sleep Um, really, we should let this dead guy sleep Jesus Christ, girl I laid up for hours in a daze Retracing the expanse of your American back With Adderall and weed in my veins You came I think Cause the marble made my cheeks look pink Yeah, but I'm unsure of so many things Oh Someone's gotta help me dig Someone's gotta help me dig Yeah, come on, someone's gotta help me dig
0: That's Father John Misty. And now, another installment of WikiHow Theater. Actual how-to articles lifted verbatim from wikihow.com.
1: WikiHow'd you do it? WikiWho, I didn't do it well. WikiHow Theater. How to become a falconer. <laughs> Want to be close to nature? Try falconry.
4: Look into it. Falconry requires a lot of work and dedication. Birds of prey are not like guns. You can't just put them up and forget about them. Do some studying about the sport. In order to be a falconer,
0: you have to take a test. Find a general or master class falconer to sponsor you and get all of your equipment.
1: Once you pass the test, trap your bird. As an apprentice falconer, you can only catch a passage red-tailed hawk or an American kestrel.
4: Train your raptor. This
1: process usually takes about six weeks. Go on your first hunt and enjoy. Make sure you're ready to commit at least half an hour a day for your bird and hunting with it three to six times a week during hunting season.
0: Do a lot of studying. And that is WikiHow Theater. WikiHow Theater. And now, gentlemen please get ready to play that classic wits game, Impossible Choices. In this game, of course, I will give you a hypothetical scenario wherein you must make a choice. It may seem impossible, but ha-ha, you have to do it anyway. If you're truly stumped, you may also choose the option Call Upon a Superstar, wherein our guest, famous singer Harmar Superstar, seated immediately by my side, can help you. After you give your answer, I will then tell you whether you are right or wrong, and give you the correct answer. Colin Hanks, you're up first. Okay. Which would you rather wear for the rest of your life? A hat made of sarcastic beavers, or a necklace made of sobbing catfish?
1: Um, I'm going to go with the beavers. And why is that? Well... He's
0: shrugging his shoulders. It's
4: it's, it's an interesting question. Well, the answer
0: is beavers is correct, Colin Hanks. Do I need a reason? I don't think so. Well, because eventually you could train the beavers to use their sarcasm sparingly, which could lead to a rich and long friendship. Sobbing catfish are a drag because you could just never cheer them up at all. Nice work. One point for Hanks. Cute beavers. Father John Misty, Josh Tillman... You're a park ranger. You've just graduated from park rangering school, and you've been offered two jobs. A okay. park ranger at a state park filled with puppies that wear lumberjack outfits and bark famous
4: songs from the 1920s. Naturally.
0: Option two, a park where the trees are made of chocolate. Which do you take?
4: Mm, a park where the trees are made from chocolate. Yes.
0: Or well, puppies, th- lumberjack outfits, well, famous Well, if you've
4: songs. got a cute lumberjack puppy hookup, you can get all the chocolate you want.
0: Duh. That's the Uh, answer I have written down. Absolutely. (laughs) Colin Hanks, the elevator you're stuck in won't start working again for three hours. There are two conversations taking place on the elevator. You must join one. Not joining a conversation is not an option. Here are the two conversations. A conversation about the intricacies of fantasy football or a conversation about someone's new baby.
1: (laughs) gush alright <clears throat> let's see talk about Fantasia football <laughs> it's a deeper level of fantasy football I play that one yeah <laughs> <clears throat> uh, oh, so fantasy football yep. or ta- uh, having to listen to and be and be engaged in someone's conversation about their kid about not
0: mine exactly but their kid and they're talking as if nobody has ever had a kid before in their life
1: Fan- fantasy football That is correct. <laughs> Boo
4: People are booing that? No, They're all breeders. <laughs> 2 points
1: that for I Hanks. Can tell.
0: God Joshua Tillman. God invites well, you to a picnic. Thought, <laughs> is that his new name? Yes, <laughs> it's becoming Father M- God Joshua. More, and more abstract. Yeah. God invites you to a picnic, which is awesome, but you're nervous because God has asked you to bring a snack, and what type of snack do you bring? Right. A veggie platter, because your body is a temple and God is into that kind of thing. Yeah. Or a triple-decker brownie ice cream cake because God has
4: kind of a major sweet tooth. Which do you bring? Well, there's a story in the Bible with this kind of scenario that doesn't end very well. It ends with some (laughs) fratricide. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) But uh, since God has everything already, uh, including the existence of picnics and the non-existence of picnics, what God is really inviting you to is some kind of Lockean uh, philosopho battle mm. where you're going to need to carve up before you hit this thing. And... <laughs> I, I think I, I think that th- This you know now it's we kind of it's kind of a gastronomical question But I think That you uh, you take The chocolate cake mm-hmm. And God congratulates You for outsmarting him Since using your Intellect is in fact Praising him for The mind that he gave you But then no one eats the Chocolate cake and, and that's hell <laughs> and you go to hell and that's the whole point of the picnic <laughs> uh, bring the chocolate cake you're going to hell that's the point of
0: the story I, in judging that I, I wish to call upon a superstar oh wow <laughs> Harmar Superstar, famous singer. Does that, uh, does that square with you?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was like exactly, like word for word, exactly what I would have said.
4: So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, point for Josh Tillman. So therefore, it's a tie. Yay! Colin Hanks and Father John Misty in a tie <laughs> with the assist of Harmar Superstar. Harmar Superstar, everybody. Yeah! Give it up. Once again, Father John Misty.
2: To think so much about The truly staggering amount Of oil That it takes to make a record All the shipping, the vinyl The cellophane lining The high gloss the tape and the gear, white people gotta have it. Trying not to become too consumed with what's a criminal volume. You guessed it, of oil that it takes to paint an awesome album cover on a t shirt. The acrylic, the varnish, aluminum tubes filled with latex, the solvents and dye, wait but I voted for Obama, let's just call this what it is. The gentler side of mankind's death wish When it's my time to go I'm gonna leave behind things that won't decompose Trying not to dwell so much upon how it won't be so very long For right about now That they laugh at us for selling A bunch of 15-year-olds made from dinosaur bones Singing, oh yeah Baby Baby, oh baby, baby, oh baby, again and again and again. Again and again and again and right up to the end so let's just call this what it is it just might be the gentler side of mankind's death wish i don't know when it's my time to go I'm gonna leave behind things that won't decompose. So, what? I'll just go and call this what it is. It's no mystery, it's my vanity gone wild with my crisis. One day, this all might repeat. And I sure hope they make something actually useful I, 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 of me and stuff.
4: more Wits
0: in your life, go to witsradio.org and sign up for our newsletter. Get the latest about what our various Wits guests are up to. Or tell us what you're up to on Twitter. Just tag us. We're at Wits. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks to our guests this week, actor Colin Hanks and singer-songwriter Father John Misty. Thanks also to our technical director, Corey Schreppel, our coordinating producer, Hans Buto and Ali Lozoff, and Trish Santini, Mitch Baird, and the staff at the Guthrie Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wits is written by me and Ben Acker, Wendy Molyneux and Jeff Drake, and Mike Fotis. Our acting company this week included Christina Baldwin and Harmar Superstar. Our executive producer is Peter Clowney, and our senior producer is Larissa Anderson. I'm John Moe. Bye now.